before you can find the right chick to love, you got to love yourself, man. Welcome to the Bedros Coolian Show. What's the difference between me and you? Me and you? Me and you? Back when Q was rolling with Lorenzo and a Benzo, I was banging with a gang of instrumentals. What's up, friends? Welcome to the Bedros Coolian Show. I'm Bedros Coolian, and we're laughing it up right now here. Um, anyway, that light there behind me, y'all don't even realize what's going on with that light. Listen, we got an awesome um, fluorescent light right there, right? But it's been hanging off like a weird hook and a chain for ever since the show started six months ago. And I was like, hey, Ed, you think we can push that light into the wall and make it more professional? And now we did. And while you can't probably notice the difference in that fluorescent BK light, I can and I feel so good about myself. But then in other news, um, Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like we're all family here, and there's a whole bunch of us in the studio right now. Before the cameras went on, I, I saw a piece of hair on my shirt. So I went to, Ed's already laughing. I haven't cracked the joke yet, but it's a true story. I went to pull the hair off of my shirt because I want to look presentable for you guys. And I fucking went to tug on the hair, and I felt the pain. piece of chest hair had punched through my brand new Fuel Hunt shirt, right? By the way, this is Violence is a Virtue shirt right? Recently dropped. But uh, damn, man, it's funny. When you get old, you start growing hair from the weirdest places, man. I got hair growing out of my ears. Every now and again, I get weird eyebrow hair that gets long and angry. Um, but you know what? Nothing like a good pair of clippers to solve that problem. Let's get started. So today on the show, we're going to work on you becoming the 10 so that you can find the 10. Say what, Pedro? So you're going to teach me how to find a chick? Yes. Yes, so let's talk about finding the perfect woman. Seriously, I wanna to talk to you guys about finding the perfect woman. The perfect woman for you might be different than the perfect woman for me. Like, I've got the perfect woman for me, but your perfect woman could be very different, and so we're gonna talk through that right now because one thing I see too often is that men are doing a lot of chasing of women. You're spending a lot of time on these OnlyFans and I got no judgment against anyone that's doing the OnlyFans. I'm just telling you that they are not going to be there for you, keeping you warm at night. You're still going to be by yourself in your mom's basement and your hand and an old gym sock with your shorts around your ankles. The point I'm making here is imagine if you had a warm, beautiful body next to you that you love and respect and who loves and respects you because you guys are equally yoked. And this is what I want to share with you, fellas. So pay attention. Listen, man, every man wants his kingdom. And I started thinking about this, like if a man wants a kingdom, and you know this to be true, I know the opposition does not want us to have a kingdom. They don't want us to be free thinkers. They don't want us to be independent. They don't want us to be financially sovereign, physically fit. What the opposition wants is for you to be dumb and dependent and docile. They want you to just be average, but you and I know that the average man inspires no one and we will not be average. We will not live like crop dusters. We are made to be fucking fighter jets. And so I want to talk to you about what a man's kingdom looks like, right? You want money, you want power, you want legacy, you want impact. You also want a woman, you want a 
fucking awesome woman who believes in your dreams and who you believe in, who you're not there to just just to save. You're not trying to be a captain save a hoe for crying out loud. And you don't want her to be a captain save a hoe as well, right? In other words, she shouldn't be there to try and save you. She shouldn't be there to complete you. You should be a complete man and you should find a complete woman. And I'm going to go through this for you right? Because if you don't, then what you're really doing is you're spending a lot of time and money chasing women that are going to give you zero companionship, that are going to call you creepy behind your back, and that you're going to find that you're living an isolated life, fellas. And all joking aside, like, I'm sick and tired of seeing good men like you suffering. I'm sick and tired of seeing good men like you saying that Good women don't exist, bro. Good women don't exist. Women like that you just described don't exist. They do exist. They do exist. But there's a trick to getting them. And you know what the trick is? I'm going to teach you why my one secret strategy. You ready for this? You need to become the type of man that attracts the perfect 10 into your life. That's the trick. You're like, damn, that sounds like a lot of work. It is. But the human condition is to do the work, isn't it? We're born as human animals to be impulsive, to be emotional, to be selfish, and to want to be lazy, complacent, and always seek out comfort. But as you seek out discomfort, you get disciplined, you start doing the hard work, you challenge yourself, you solve your life's problems, you make money, you get yoked financially, mentally, emotionally, you start become this, this charismatic man who shines like this beautiful light and it attracts the right woman into your life, fellas. And so I want to talk to you about that. So first off, look, man, I don't know if you're chasing chicks on social media or Tinder or Bumble, wherever you are, like you, you got to stop chasing and you got to start understanding that when you are chasing women, that is the highest form of repellent to a woman. That's just the reality. Like women don't want needy men who are like, chasing them. What women want to do is they want to take notice of you. They want to take notice of you because you are different than all the other guys. You stand out. And by the way, the bar is set so low today, fellas, that you can easily stand out just by brushing your teeth, combing your hair, wearing clothes that fit you, and just having a decent income stream. I'm not even saying be a millionaire. I'm just saying having a de decent income stream and maybe be able to string a few words together to have a coherent sentence fall out of your mouth. And if you can do that, like you're going to be in the top one percentile of men. That's the truth. But you've gotten so isolated. You're, you're so busy watching uh, TV shows and, 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 and screen sucking off social media that you've lost all human connection. You've lost all connection to your higher self, to your human being, right? And so now it's time to do the self-work to become that 10. So if you're like, man, I'm not interested in doing that, just click off this episode right now. Just click off and leave. In fact, if it's on YouTube, give me a dislike. And if it's on anywhere else, just give us the fucking finger and say peace. Because I only want to serve men who are looking to serve themselves. Not men who want to chase and be seen as needy creeps. That's how they see you. And by the way, the chicks that you're chasing are not even worthy of chasing. Because one, they have a high body count. I guarantee it. Two, because you're only chasing women that you're not intimidated by. If you want to know the truth, if you have not evolved into the level 10 version of yourself, if you're not a the 2.0 human that you ought to be, then you're chasing like women that aren't aren't really evolved. You're chasing women that might have a high body count. You're chasing women that have low standards. 
You're chasing women that are needy themselves. You're chasing women that are broken. And is that the type of woman that you want? Someone who's just going to be dependent upon you, who's going to have this emotional roller coaster ride they're going to put you through every time? No, man. You want a woman that's equally yoked, man, who's got your back, who believes in you and who you believe in so that you guys can conquer the world together. Because when you find that right woman, it's not one plus one is two. That one plus one equals 2,000. Trust me, it's a force multiplier by a factor of 2,000 when you find that right person. But you also have to go out there and become the man to attract that woman or those women to then out of those women pick the one. So let's get started. All right, so you know that being needy and chasing is a repellent to women. It just is. Their instincts are designed to go, uh-oh, the more he chases, the more I'm going to push away, right? That's why there's that terminology like nice guys always finish last and, you know, women want bad guys and all that stuff. It's not that. It's not bad guys like troublemakers. Women just want men that are charismatic. Women want men that are mysterious. Women want men that are self-sufficient. Women want men that are put together. Women want men who know how to crack a joke, who know how to, who know how to show up into a room, right? Like that's their DNA is designed to be drawn to that because you are, you are the apex predator on this planet. That's it. It's as simple as that. And so they go, well, I want to be with the guy who can protect, who can provide, who is charismatic, who can create, I can create a family with, who, who can, who can help me with the shelter. She can't do all those things by herself. There's plenty of things that women can do that you can't. And this is why I say, when you attract the right woman, she's going to fill in all of your inequities that you don't have that she does. You know, when my kids were smaller and my wife would go on a, a, a girl's trip just for a couple days, and I'm not, I'm not talking about when my kids were babies, I'm talking about when they were like five, six, seven years old, I'd stay with my kids for a couple days and I would realize how much they needed mom how much they needed my wife. And the reason was they were still in a phase where they needed mom's safety, mom's security, mom's loving, which is very different than how a rough and tumble dad might love, right? Because they wanted that when my wife wasn't around, I felt like I wasn't able to give my kids what they wanted. So your job as a man is to find a woman that can provide that if you want to start a family. And so what else are you looking for then? Well, you ought to become the kind of man that you respect, admire, and that you love, right? Think about this. If you see, the, if you see someone, you're like, man, I really like the way that guy carries himself. I like the way that guy shows up. He's res respectful. He's like a savage, but he's a servant. That's a good dude right there. Like deconstruct him, get to know him, follow him, read his books. If, if you don't know him, you follow this person on social media, read their books, uh, watch their videos. Like what is it about them? And then start deconstructing that and do it. But I can tell you what that man looks like because the man that you love, respect and admire and want to be like, like 99 out of a hundred, these are the traits that they have. One, you got to get fit. You got to get fit. And getting fit is part of the over-encompassing life resume. See, my friend Jesse Itzler, uh, if you're wondering who Jesse Itzler is, Jesse is married to um, Sarah Blakely. She owns the Spanx brand. Uh, she's, a, she's a billionaire now. She, she built a billion-dollar business and sold it, Spanx. How awesome is that? And Jesse, to his own right, has built and sold multiple $100 million, multiple $100 million companies right? Talk about a power couple right there. But Jesse Itzler talks about building your life resume. 
Like, yeah, you spend your time building your work resume. Well, you know, I've worked in nine different careers and I've moved up in those careers and I had different roles and responsibilities and I managed so many people. And from this date to that date, I did this and this was my pay. And by the time I, I, I left that company, I was a senior uh, VP executive. That's great. But what does your life resume look like? Eh, nothing much really, right? Nothing really to write home to. And the reason that's the case is because you haven't taken time to excel in life like you have in your work. And so what if in your life resume, you started building out your life resume? You're like, you know what, dude? I'm gonna be a fit dude. I'm gonna be an athletic dude. I'm gonna be the kind of guy that other dudes wanna look like, and I'm gonna be the kind of guy that women turn their heads for, right? Visually, first impressions, that's a fit dude, right? So can you be a fit dude? Can you work out? Can you eat right? Can you do it consistently for a long period of time? And if you can, not only do you become physically fit, but you may not know this, but exercise is the highest form of antidepressant. Like exercise is the best form of antidepressant. Like you're sitting there stressed, anxious, and depressed, playing video games, avoiding life's realities, escaping through alcohol, vaping, weed, because you don't want to deal with your problems, popping Xanax or whatever the fuck it is you're popping so that you don't have to deal with your thoughts, not once thinking about no fucking doctor is going to prescribe consistent hard exercise because it is the highest form of antidepressant. You go work out regularly for six months, five, six, seven days a week, like a fucking savage. You eat right. You develop those abs. And as you develop those abs, you tell me that your anxiety and depression don't just magically go away. I'm not saying depression doesn't exist. It is a clinical thing. And maybe, maybe 1% of the people out there who, are, who say they're depressed are truly clinically depressed. The rest of you, you just need to get fit and jacked because in the process of getting fit and jacked, in the process of eating right and doing it for a long period of time, you develop traits that attract women. Traits of discipline, consistency, focus, Delayed gratification, right? Being able to do hard shit. Stoicism. All those things are developed in the gym, you know. When you're fighting the iron, when you're lifting the weights, when you're going for one more set, one more rep, adding 10 more pounds to your lift. All of those things are signaling, signaling to the opposite sex that this dude has what it takes. You need to develop that, my friend. You also need to develop the financial muscles. The physical muscles aren't enough. You need to develop your financial muscles. Again, I'm not saying that you got to be a multimillionaire. But today, there's no reason why you can't earn 100, 150, 200,000 a year. You know, the, a few weeks ago, I did an episode on the four uh, skills that I wish I knew when I was 18 years old. The high income skills, right? Sales, marketing copywriting, leadership. These skills are important for you to know. And with any one of these skills, you can break the six-figure financial barrier. But when you're making good money, you are proud of yourself. See, because you're thinking like, Pedros, so you're saying I got to make good money so I can attract a woman so women are attracted to my money? No, bro. Women are attracted to a man who is financially secure and therefore has confidence in himself that he's financially secure. 
that he's not dependent on a credit card debt, that he's not dependent on a bank debt or a bank loan or house refinance, that you make enough money that you are so proud of yourself that you manage your money well. If you make like $120,000 a year, a basic sales job can get you there, right? A basic sales job can get you there. I'm talking basic. And if you were like an average closer, you'd make like $120,000 a year selling something, a service over the phone for somebody. You would be like, man, I'm making more money than I ever have. I'm so proud of myself. I paid off my credit card debts. I'm able to give to charities and causes and to my church that I believe in. I'm able to put 10, 15% of that away into some kind of a, into some kind of a fund, a treasury note, an investment where I'm earning five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10% interest. And you develop so much self-confidence and self-esteem because in today's world, money is power. And a man, remember I said, a man is looking for, for your kingdom, power, legacy, respect, money, and a woman, right? Well, to get the woman, you have to have those things because when you are proud of yourself, when you are in love with yourself, when you're like, man, if I was gay, I'd fuck the shit out of myself because that's how fucking awesome I am. That's how a chick would feel too. Seriously, that's how she would feel about you. So find what you need to do to start making your money. The internet is free with ideas and solutions. YouTube is free with ideas and solutions for you to make more money, even if it's a side hustle. And when you do that, you begin to become financially whole and sovereign, and that makes you a very attractive person. What else do you wanna do if you wanna become a 10 so that you can attract the 10s? Well, you wanna be interesting. Think about this, bro. How many dudes are boring? Most of you probably don't even leave the house. If you work from home, you probably don't even leave the house because you probably order food and it's delivered to your house, order groceries, it's delivered to your house. Unless you go to the gym, it's probably the only time you leave. And if you work and go to the gym, then you left once, right? The point is you don't have an interesting life. And if you're not interesting, guys or girls aren't gonna be attracted to you. Like guys aren't wanna, gonna wanna hang out with you. Like what if you can actually be interesting? Remember the Dos Equis man? He was known as the most interesting man on the planet, right? Like you wanna be a modern day James Bond, man. You can, it ain't hard. Think about this, I made a list. Jiu-Jitsu, go to jujitsu classes, right? Improv classes, comedy classes. Like take improv classes, comedy classes. Join a book club, right? Go to a track, like go to a track on a Saturday morning and just start jogging. Watch all the people that you meet and think of all the content, just all the stuff that I posted here, how much great content you can post on social media, showing the world that you are demonstrating that you are an interesting person. You don't have to now go and lie to people anymore. You can actually show the world because if you're doing jujitsu, doing comedy, improv classes, you know, join a book club. I'm not saying you got to do all this. Pick three of them. Pick two of them, pick one of them, fuck, and do it, right? What about this? Hiking, Spartan races, mud runs. Dude, there's so many cool things you could be out there doing. Not only do you become interesting and you forge your higher self by doing all these things, putting yourself out of your comfort zone and therefore becoming the better version of the man that you want to become, the man that you love, respect, and admire, you are also putting yourself in a position to find and attract the right woman into your life. 
because she might be on the track. She might be on that hike. She might be doing that mud runner Spartan race. She might be in that jujitsu comedy club or, or, or improv class, right? Think about all the things that you could do, man. You can go learn to play the guitar, salsa dance. You could do so many things. And when you do these things, you begin to develop yourself holistically, right? If you think just getting jacked and making money is it, that's that's a majority of it because that teaches you so many great traits and discipline and focus and consistency. We've talked about that, right? But what about being an interesting human? What about having hobbies that actually interest you? You wouldn't know if you like any of those or not. I wouldn't know that I hated running if I had not done that marathon challenge, right? It turns out I love surfing. I love surfing. I love surfing, and I would have thought that I wouldn't like it if you asked me in the beginning. But it was a challenge that I did for six weeks. I got so good at it, and I continue to surf regularly, and I met so many wonderful people at the beach and in the water, and just in life, in passing, when I'm like, hey, I surf. They're like, you do. When I come to California, I want to surf. I'm like, great, I got 12 surfboards. I bet one of them is the perfect size for you. When you come out, you connect with me, and I'm going to take you out surfing. Make great friends, business contacts that way, and just being good to people that way, right? So think about that. There's so many things you can do, man. Now, the next thing I also want you to use to develop charisma, charisma. There's an energy about charisma, the ability to banter, crack a joke, be self-deprecating, just the right amount of self-deprecating, right? To make people laugh. Because if you can make people laugh, if you can make people think and you can make people cry, not by being an asshole, but make them cry as a know how to tell an emotional story, man, you have got that person eating out of the palm of your hands right? There used to be a time that men would sit around a fire pit and they would tell stories. Some were jokes. Some were heroic stories. Others were sad stories. Those days are gone. Learn to be charismatic. Learn to tell stories. Learn to ask questions. And if you're like, hey, where do I, where do I learn this stuff from? There's literally a course called, um, uh, what's it called, Leighton? Charisma on Command. Charisma on Command. Uh, by the way, it's a great YouTube channel as well. The course also exists. You can buy the course. I don't own it. I don't get any commission from it. I don't make a penny from it. I'm telling you to get Charisma on Command and just watch the videos. Go through the course. Develop charisma, the ability to banter, make eye contact, speak, control an audience, control a room. Man, it's such a confidence-building skill. All these things that I'm sharing with you here are stacked on top of the other. Could you imagine if you're at a mud run or a Spartan race and you're not just like sitting against the wall waiting for the race to start? Because you're charismatic, you've got the gift of gab, you develop this trait, you now know how to connect with people while you're waiting for the race to start. Now people are like, who the fuck was that guy? That guy was the most interesting man on the fucking, in the race here. Like, that's the dude I want you to be, bro. When you're that dude... Guys are going to want to be your friend and women are going to want to take interest in you. They're going to be attracted to you. And then you get to decide who you click with, vibe with, share energy with. Take them on a date. Choose the right one. You find your 10. So it ain't rocket science, man. What else can you do? Start healing. Before you can find the right chick to love, you got to love yourself, man. If you, if you are like how I was, remember, I've told you guys this before. I was molested as a kid when I was growing up over and over again by two older boys. That fucked me up, man. That left a lot of mental, emotional scars on me. Like I didn't trust people. I felt used. I felt broken. I felt unlovable. I felt like I was disposable. You can throw me away. How do you go through life 
trying to meet the right person if you feel that way. You have no love for yourself, right? So you, you can imagine then how much healing I had to do to overcome all of that, to heal and fall in love with myself so that I can develop higher confidence, have more self-esteem. And when I fell in love with myself, I remember people telling me like, dude, there's something about you that is just so magnetic, so attractive. I was like, really? I started to notice that too. Everywhere I would go, I would get attention. And I realized very quickly that nothing else about me had changed other than the way I carried myself, about how I felt about myself, the confidence, right? And because of that, what I felt, I projected as a signal. And when you project a high vibrating signal out, you get high vibrational signal humans back. But if you are pessimistic, if you hate yourself, if you're not confident, you have low self-esteem, you feel unlovable and broken, you feel anxious and depressed, you are still sending out a signal to the world, you know, a very low tone energy signal, low vibrational signal. And then you start attracting low energy, low vibrational people into your life. And you're like, this bitch is fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah, bro, she is. So that's because you are not whole. You are fucking crazy. You are still broken. And I need you to heal. I need you to develop self-mastery, brother. And when you do, you become a magnet for awesomeness, right? And so as you become a 10 and you stop being boring and you become more interesting, you begin to dress well. Like, you know how many YouTube channels are dedicated to dressing well? Just learning how to comb your hair right, how to trim your beard right, how to find clothes that fit you. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know how, so I went on YouTube, right? My normal style is chucks, jeans, t-shirt, and hat. But I know dark colors work for me. But I didn't know that at one time. And so I was like, fuck, man, I don't know how to dress. Like, there are videos dedicated to teaching you that for free. There are experts out there that have courses. There are coaches out there who will go shopping with you and help you buy a fucking wardrobe. So now imagine you take all of that. You're fit. You're making more money. You are interesting. You have all these hobbies. You are posting about them. You are out in the world doing them. You are connecting it with, with people. You are friends. You are, you are social. Oh, my God. God, you're not anxious anymore. You're not depressed. You are happy. You are putting out a positive signal. You are whole. You are healed. You love yourself, bro. Therefore, you are loved by others. And guess what happens next? You begin to magnetically attract the right one. It ain't rocket science, but it does take work. And if you're willing to do that work, you will get the outcome. I literally gave you the game plan on how you become the 10 so that you can attract the 10. But if you stay broken, unlovable, financially broke, dependent, desperate, addicted, guess what? At best, you're going to attract a four and it's going to be like a fucking Mississippi four. I'm not even talking about California four. California four, just so you know, on the scale is a seven in Mississippi. Like a fucking Mississippi four in California is a negative two. And I don't want that for you, man. You don't need a toothless chick who's dependent on you. 
But if you're walking around in fucking loose basketball shorts with fucking Cheeto dust in your belly button, living in your mom's basement, emotionally distressed, can't handle life, that's probably at best what you deserve. Or maybe a couple of $9 a month memberships to OnlyFans. Fuck that shit, man. You deserve more. I want more for you. I love you to pieces, and that is why I'm telling you this, man. So listen, I got a little four-step game plan. Number one, don't isolate yourself. Be interesting, right? Get out there. In the gyms, book clubs, fucking comedy clubs, like mud runs, Spartan races, do the thing. That's thing number one. Like, I got a program called the Masogi. Somewhere in the description box, if you're on YouTube, there's a link to the Masogi. Andrew, can you make sure to add that in there? Okay, Andrew's going to add that in there. I want you to click that. Come to the Masogi Challenge. There's men and women. You're doing interesting stuff. We even take the fucking pictures and give you a video. So you don't even have to take pictures yourself. But do challenging stuff, man. So that's thing number one. Thing number two, develop yourself. Develop your purpose. Explore your interests, right? Try new things. Try it with friends. Go rock climbing. There's probably like, like go, get, go, go get a road bike. You know, like road bikes are expensive. You know what Steve Eckhart did? He and his son, they got, a, they got like a, a $70 bike from Walmart and they went on a, a group road bike trip from here to San Diego, which is about 120 miles on a $70 Walmart bike. And I think it was like a shitty mountain bike. The point is, it doesn't have to be one of those fucking aerodynamic carbon fiber road bikes that cost a thousand bucks. You can just strap on a helmet, wear your fucking spandex super suit, jump on your Huffy mountain bike, I said, what's up, guys? Look at me. I'm the most inefficient fucking road biker on the planet. Let's roll. Like, fucking do it. Do it. Number three, make health a priority. I'm not just talking about your physical health. I'm talking about your mental health. I'm talking about your financial health. Like, make it a priority. If you're the type of person that works out at night, you haven't made health a priority. The only, the only, the only, the two types of people that work out at night are people that haven't made health a priority or it's your second workout because I work out at night, but that's because I work out in the morning. I work out at night with my son. It's my second workout. You know what I mean? So I'm asking you, are you going to make health a priority? Mental health. Like read some books. Like read some books. There's a great book out there uh, called How to Do the Work, as in the work to develop yourself to a better human, to heal from your traumas, to stop telling yourself these stories that are limiting your growth. There are great books and websites and fucking accounts on YouTube that you can watch and literally start solving your life's problems. So physical health, mental health, emotional health, financial health, you can develop that, right? And then finally, step four, fall in love with yourself. Like be willing to be alone. Like I would rather be alone than be with someone who is constantly got me walking on eggshells, be with someone who is unpredictable in her emotions, be with someone who is blowing through my money and has no respect for my money, be with someone who doesn't appreciate me. But if you healed and you fell in love with yourself and you were so interesting and you had a good group of friends who are like-minded people, you wouldn't be so desperate to go out and chase broken bitches. Instead, you'd be out there doing your fucking thing, living your life, shining your light so bright, sending out such an awesome fucking signal to the world that you would magnetically attract the right woman into your life. 
Now, you know that I'm right about that, don't you? But you got to start doing the work, my friends. And if you're willing to do the work, you will become the highest level version of yourself. You will magnetically attract the right woman. And then you can start paying it forward to the men in your life who are chasing instead of attracting. Guys, thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode of the Bedrose Coolian Show. I hope you got a lot of value from this. If you did, remember the only transactional exchange that I ask you for is that you share this message with other men, that you pay it forward, that you share, uh, take a fucking screenshot, share it on social media, leave a comment so that the algorithm, start following me on the different platforms, right? So that the algorithms begin to share it with more men because I do believe that we can change the direction of humanity. We can change the direction of men. We can change the direction of this country if one man at a time we begin to heal and grow, evolve, and become sovereign mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. Guys, remember this, that average is the enemy. Success is your responsibility. And change can take place in an instant when you are ready to flip the switch. What's the difference between me and you? Back when Q was rolling with Lorenzo and a Benzo, I was banging with a gang of instrumentals.